Chinese proverb states that the journey of a thousand miles begins beneath one's feet. Becoming a ServiceNow developer may seem like a thousand mile journey to some. Well, Brad Tilton joins me again to help you find out how to take those first few steps. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. Here's your host, Chuck Tomasi. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and of course, all you curious individuals that I say with the utmost love and respect. Welcome to or welcome back to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about where to get started to become a ServiceNow developer. But first, welcome back, Brad Tilton. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. This is going to be an interesting series as we go through this, but we've got to know where to start. So where do we start if somebody says, hey, I want to become a ServiceNow developer? We get that question at least several times a week on LinkedIn or the community or email or Twitter or wherever it comes from. And I think our response is kind of the same, but may morph over time. But what does that landscape look like right now? Where can somebody get started? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of different versions of this question. Uh, so if I'm an admin, how do I become a developer? If I'm, you know, new to the platform or new to technology at all, how do I get started? Uh, and, you know, I think there's some uh, there's some prerequisite skills uh, that are maybe like optional prereqs uh, that will help you in your journey. Uh, and that's learning things like the foundations of JavaScript can be really helpful. Learning something like relational databases can be helpful. You don't really need to be a SQL admin or master, right. uh, but knowing something about how relational databases work uh, can be good. And a lot of these things can be found at no cost on the internet, you know, through blogs or even some video courses and things like that. Um, so JavaScript, relational databases... And then also uh, just things like general web development. It's really nice to know um, how systems communicate with each other, um, some HTML and CSS, and mm -hmm. just in general, how, the, how those things work together. Uh, then there's things like communication skills and soft skills uh, that are also important as a developer. Um, but if you're looking for a place to start before you actually get into doing hands-on ServiceNow uh, development and learning, uh, some of those basics, JavaScript, uh, just general web technologies, relational databases, uh, all of those things are really helpful to know uh, before you really get into ServiceNow. I like to throw in critical thinking in there too. So when somebody hands you a requirement, I mean, it could be a business analyst, it could be someone straight walking by your office and say, hey, we need to change this app or this drop-down list, or you, know, you want to be thinking, what is the impact of that? What is the cost of that? What is Just to have that mental process, every time a requirement comes up, it may be technically simple to do, but it may actually cost you a lot later on if nobody's using it right or you're not getting the proper outcomes out of it. Uh, don't take things at blind faith, but Put on that that analytic the the analyst hat. That's what I was looking for. Put on your analyst hat and uh, analyze the heck out of every requirement because some of them may in fact conflict with others. Some of them may be duplicates of others, and you want to understand what they are 
as someone who implements them. It's not like a carpenter goes and starts nailing boards together to make a house before they understand what the architecture is, because they may end up with two doors in the same room for the same purpose or, you know, a toilet on the roof. (laughs) Some of this stuff doesn't make any sense and you need to understand what those are. So I know I belabored the point, but be an analyst a bit too. Definitely. Now, where can they find some of these resources to help them get them started? Yeah. So one of the cool things about ServiceNow and being a ServiceNow developer uh, and becoming one is that there is a lot of content available. Sometimes too much content. (laughs) And there probably is too much content uh, to consume it all. Uh, So part of what we want to do in this is point you in the right direction, at least uh, for that content. Uh, so, so we'll start with, uh, there's a couple of different places you can go uh, that has uh, learning content specifically that is built and um, developed by people whose job it is to build learning courses. Um, and those two places are the developer site and now learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll start with the developer site. Uh, so the developer site at developer.servicenow.com. Uh, It has a number of uh, self-paced free training courses, uh, and they are all centered on different parts of the platform. So different products or technologies or tools on the platform. Uh, So you can, you know, go through all of those and learn the entire platform. You can take them uh, at, you know, you can kind of start in the middle of them. They're kind of built to be modular to where you don't have to start at the beginning and go all the way through all of them. Uh, So you can kind of pick and choose there and learn parts of the platform that you want to. Uh, Those are really good. They're really in depth uh, and some great content. Uh, the other place that you can go is Now Learning. Um, so that's our official training department at ServiceNow. That's nowlearning.servicenow.com. And uh, Now Learning has uh, courses, uh, and some of them are free, some are paid. Uh, you can take you know, live in person or virtual training. You can do self-paced training. Uh, and uh, one of the things about Now Learning is that it also offers certification. So if you're just getting started as a developer, uh, certifications can be very helpful to help you get your first job. Uh, I think most of the jobs out there require the Certified System Administrator certification uh, just as a default. Um, so that ServiceNow Fundamentals course, I think, is what it, what it's called uh, that gets you a, a voucher to do that certification uh, is a really good kind of first thing to do. Um, the other thing about now learning is that uh, while the developer site has a lot of courses uh, based around our products and features, uh, now learning also has that. But then they also have um, some, um, you know, some of our different kind of business uh, process area focus training course. Mm-hmm. Like they have these certified uh, implementation and specialist trainings. Uh, for ITSM and CSM. Uh, so you can go above just the platform and product level and really dive into one of the uh, one of the individual product areas. Uh, I'm going to back up a little bit. If you've never seen ServiceNow before, or you, you, there's even some buried tips and tricks in here. I go to these videos. They seem very fundamental. Like, oh, I'm going back to you know, kindergarten on... Service now, but it's fun to watch these videos every once in a while. Go out to YouTube on the ServiceNow support channel. There's a couple of playlists that I recommend for people who are new to the platform. One is called ServiceNow Essentials, 
And the other playlist is called User Interface. Now, there are more out there if you want to dig more into performance analytics or GRC. There's there's plenty of material out there. Great stuff if you want to uh, steer more towards the developer content. Uh, you want some prerequisites. I've had a number of people ask me, hey, I want to be a developer. I'm an admin now, but I don't know JavaScript. We've got a playlist on the developer channel just for that, to get you from what is JavaScript and how do I name my variables right on through to a scripted REST API. So you can do this at your own pace, like any other YouTube videos. There's little exercises along the way to see how you're doing, test your knowledge kind of thing. It's kind of like a Linda or a Udemy course but for free that we're just giving away as a prerequisite for those who want to learn some scripting skills. Now, lots and lots of material. As I mentioned in the last episode, if you've got questions, reach out to Brad or me on LinkedIn or email or whatever. Let us be your guide on this journey. There is a lot of content. We are, as of the time we're recording this in late 2021, we are looking at ways to improve that onboarding process for developers. So, who knows what this will look like in 12 or 24 months. You may listen to this and laugh and go, <laughs> remember when it was scattered all over the place? That's our goal is to make this a little more prescriptive and say, okay, I've done this. Where do I go now? We recognize this is an issue and we've heard this from the community and we're working on it. So maybe we'll re-record this episode when things are in a different landscape. Did we mention the community? We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. I know that's in the next chapter, but it, it is one of the resources that I'd like to mention for getting started. How did you get started on the community? I want, I, I want to know this story. Yeah. So I, uh, I got started on the community immediately when I became a ServiceNow admin. Yep. Uh, the community was, was around in 2008 uh, when that happened. Uh, and so it was a good place to go already uh, to ask questions um, you know, a lot of old timers were on there answering questions. You, you do uh, realize so that we're the old timers now. <laughs> we are the old timers now. Uh, you know, so go on there, ask questions. Uh, and then at a certain point, um, you know, there were some areas that I had been doing a lot of like service catalog and workflow and, and, uh, eventually CMS. And so, you know, I took those areas and tried to answer a few questions. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I eventually learned that answering questions is one of the best ways to learn about it too. Uh, Cause most of the time I was either validating or, you know, having to look up answers or something like that. Uh, so it was a great way to learn. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I got started. Uh, the community is a really good resource uh, for asking questions or searching past questions uh, is uh, is really important. Um, uh, you should, if you're going to search past questions, you should uh, look at how old the questions and the answers yes. are since it has been around for a while, but we'll, we'll get more into that when we get into community. Uh, how'd you get started in the community, Chuck? Uh, pretty much the same way. I think it was uh, before we even went live, I was doing the implementation pre-go live back in late 2008, and I had some questions and I threw them out there. And you know the likes of Don Goodliff were answering. There's one comical answer that still lives on. All of that content. If you want to see some early, early questions from Chuck and Brad, they're still out there, and they may sound ridiculous at this point. Yep. <laughs> like what? <laughs> the difference between GS.nil and whatever it was. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, but 
Yeah, great community. Again, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a couple of episodes. Awesome resource if you're getting started. Don't don't think you're on this journey alone. Brad and I can be your guides. There are plenty of other smart, smart people in the community is growing all the time. There's another community that's taken off, started by our very own Andrew J. Barnes. Would you like to uh, highlight or spotlight that one? Sure. The uh, SN Devs Slack community um, is a really great place uh, to go and get your questions uh, answered uh, and just kind of interact and, and have community with other ServiceNow developers. Uh, so you can get to that at sndevs.com and you can request an invite and then you can join the Slack community. It recently passed 10,000 members. All right. Um, it is really active. Uh, so generally, you know, you're going to get at least some sort of answer pretty quickly um, to where, you know, on the community, you may wait a little while. Um, but, uh, in the S and dev Slack, it's usually pretty quick. Uh, it's, I think totally fine to ask your question in both places and, and link to the community from the Slack to, you know, give more info or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that S and dev Slack community is great. Um, you know, we manage a few different, uh, things through there, uh, like Hacktoberfest. Uh, we managed a lot of the maintenance, uh, stuff through that community with the Slack integration with our instance. Um, so it's also a really great place to, uh, to get help. Uh, so one thing is I mentioned the developer site uh, that it has some learning courses on it, uh, but the dev program, which Chuck and I are a part of, brings you lots of content uh, as well. Some of the surface through the developer site. Uh, so on the, for the dev program uh, on the site, we have the blog, uh, if you have a developer account, uh, we send a newsletter uh, to to whatever email address you registered for that account with. Uh, we do that quarterly. Uh, and so there's a lot of good stuff in the newsletter. By far, everyone's absolute number one favorite thing about the developer program uh, is that we offer a free personal developer instance uh, through the developer site. Uh, so if you're going to go through any of the training on the developer site or just want to test things out, uh, you get an instance where you can do that, which is great. Uh, and then we also have some API documentation on that site. Uh, and then outside of that site, uh, we do uh, this podcast, uh, the Breakpoint podcast. So it's also a good place to, to get uh, info and learn more about ServiceNow. Uh, and then our YouTube channel uh, is a good place to go. So we have a ton of content on the YouTube channel. Um, Chuck mentioned the JavaScript series. You can learn integrations. Uh, you can keep up with our uh, weekly or biweekly live shows where we do demos and then live coding uh, that's not practiced. Um, and then uh, we also do other series like UI Builder um, and uh, other things. So the YouTube channel is a good thing to, to subscribe to. Um, and uh, there's just a lot of content out there uh, that, uh, that can be helpful. Awesome stuff. As we mentioned before, lots of great content to help get you started and keep you going. And one of the things as we start this journey is... This is all about starting that journey. Try to think of where you envision yourself. What's your goal? What's your outcome of becoming a ServiceNow developer? And why do you want to do that? And we can help you get there, which is going to lead into our next episode about what, Brad? 
Next episode, we are going to talk about uh, looking at your path, uh, deciding what you want, where you want to be going, like Chuck said, and and how you can focus and, and get there. Yes, because there there is a lot to this platform, and you may find your talents and interests are very specific, and that's actually not a bad thing. So with that, I wish you all the best. Thank you very much once again, Brad. And thank you, wonderful listener, for joining us today. Don't forget, we've got other ServiceNow podcasts. Go over to the community, community.servicenow.com, which we mentioned earlier, under the resources menu or servicenow.com slash podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and it will be automatically delivered to you for free. Again, thank you so much, Brad, for sharing today. Thanks for having me. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening. Roll the music. What was my, I had one more. It was something generic. I'll redo the ending for that.